the talented one and only Adele Dazim. All right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is this is our lives now. This is this is what happens when we're gone for two weeks. Yep. I set it up before I left. I mean, it was in that other episode too at the end, but I set up ours before I left. <laughs> our, our our unique touch. Yes. Joel. Ryan. You've been out of the country. Yep. I was in the Philippines for two weeks. I went to my grandma's ancestral home. Well, I guess it's my ancestral home, but all the above. How was this? It was humid. It was hot. Very nice people. Uh, very kind. Um, poverty right in your face. If you ever been to Hawaii, you know they kind of hide it. They don't hide mm -hmm. it here. Boom, right there. They try to hide uh, it. I, can't they, hide yeah, it. Yeah, they try to. They can't. Um, very nice. About, like I said, nice people. Um, very, very. Uh, I'm gonna say Americanized with food. There were like food options for like everything out there. No, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, beautiful beaches. Um, we went on a boat tour that took us to some secret beaches and a lagoon. Uh, you could kayak. Some, it some, was beautiful. Some secret beaches. Yeah, I mean, you know, if there's four tour boats, how secret is it? You know. <laughs> but um, it was really cool uh, to go there. I got crispy. I shared it on Instagram. I got fucking burnt because there was one day we were at the beach. We put on suntan lotion, and then it rained. And we're like, we're fine. Nope. I should know that better than anyone else in the no, Bay Area. Bro. Science Tricked happens. By the fog. I got crispy for a good week, uh, but yeah, really cool seeing um, what they do there is uh, you take a, at least where I was, you take like a, like a tricycle in the town. It's tricycle with attachment oh. and um, okay. there's a driver and there's enough seats for two people, well, two big Americans like me and my wife or, you know, five small Filipinos. And uh, it's really cool because they help each other out. There'll be a, a writer, right? There'll be like, there's mm -hmm. six of us, my, my parents and my sister and her boyfriend. And you'd be a writer doesn't even know. He's like, hey, they need help. They'll help each other out. As opposed to here, it's like you're on your own, right? One person uh, all for themselves. Yep. It's it's cool seeing people lift each other up. Um, wild dogs everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Bro, yeah. yeah. Which I've never really truly experienced here. So they're, they're, of course, they go up to you for food. They're moderately friendly. One was like barking at us and he got all his friends to come. And I was like, oh, not right now. Dude, I don't feel like gang up on you. I was <laughs> like, I don't feel like fighting dogs at 10 p.m. in this humid heat right now. But, bro, if you want to throw down, I got these American. No, it didn't happen. He eventually <laughs> walked past a certain point. The dog was like, whatever. He like left. He was done. He like, he like clocked <laughs> out. He's like, his job was to protect that block. And then he was done. Uh, but yeah, uh, lots of geckos, bugs everywhere. Um, so everywhere, can't you can't avoid it. Room where you eat, wherever. But it is what it is, dude. They, I'm glad to go. Never been so. Dude, geckos just seem like they operate in such a high proficiency level. Just like getting into places, and you're just like, what the fuck? How are you there? I sent Brian a picture. I've had a little tiny one in a cup in our hotel room. I don't know how it got there, but it did. Uh, but the, yeah, did you have a picture of like one in like, in like a lantern? Yeah, yeah, one of the places we went to eat for oh, dinner. Fuck. Yeah, so <laughs> it's uh when we went, there weren't too many tourists. Um, the last two nights there were hella people from Spain and Australia. It was crazy. It's interesting. Um, that that but Spain, you know, would be the biggest one. But it makes sense. They, you know, they captured it a million years ago. Um, They're very familiar. Yeah. 
Yeah, Australians make sense. It's right there. They were like, it's a beautiful country. Yeah, and I was like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear you right now. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I don't need you to brag to me about how my, my homeland is. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> if It was a beautiful place. El Nido it was nice. Very hot. Jesus Christ. Uh, very hot. But not as hot as here. When I came back, I was supposed to hang out with you guys at Marcelo's. 100 degrees. Uh-uh. Bruh. Missed that, though. My wife was sick. <laughs> so, like... I know we shouldn't complain because I, I I assume the Philippines has way more humidity than we do, like on a grand scale. That it does. But still, when you come from a city that's mostly just like made up of fog, like even like getting to like the low eighties is like torture sometimes. So, um, oh dude, it was it was like eighty nine my first day with humidity. <laughs> it was whoo. Yeah, um, I'm back. It, in was, the not, state. it was nice though. Uh, our buddy Jameson, who's been on the podcast before, um, he got brought some like the like these battery powered Mister hoses, which is weird. So like it was this little contraption, right? And you just kind of put it in, you submerge it in water, and the little battery powered mechanism just kind of like sucks up the water and then shoots it out of, like these like little Mister nozzles. And so he had two of them, like, stationed, like, outside on both ends of, like, this kind of, like, tarp, like, tent kind of thing. It was it was pretty nice. Um, and, of course, when, once the sun started going down, it got a little bit nicer, but... Oh, I bet. It was a nice time. Just a bunch of friends hanging out. Those Astro Boy shoes. I've seen them. I've seen them. Bro, those, thing, those things were being passed around like they were candy. It was weird. It was so weird. <laughs> I would have tried them on, but my feet are way too big for for Marcelo's size. Because um, it, it was funny, um, Fernando tried them on, and he he had trouble getting them off. So Jameson was trying to help him out, and Jameson fucking it was like the most comedic, like the stereotypical comedic thing where he like he's just pulling as hard as he can on Fernando's foot, and he just slides on his ass. <laughs> But yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. Yay, friendship! A little, little pre Fourth of July uh, get together. America. But yeah, um, so I guess with that being said, uh, welcome to the United Nerd Podcast, where a bunch of nerds just kind of just talk about a lot of nerdy shit, and um, you know, there's a few things we could discuss right now, Joel. It's been two weeks. It's been mm-hmm. two weeks. Of- I wrote a couple of them down, and I'm sure I'm sure we can uh, get into a lot of things. Um, but before we do that, I just want to remind everybody out there that, of <laughs> course, normally you could watch this live. We're recording this because it's late, and you know we're trying to catch up, you know, with our little break. But you can normally watch this on Twitch.tv forward slash United We Nerd, and of course, you could uh, watch and listen to the recording of this on podcast services and youtube.com forward slash at United We Nerd. Um, a little bit of more housekeeping before we uh, continue on. Uh, this weekend, Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, will be the very first Weekend Warrior stream. Me and Joel will be hanging out. Maybe playing some Street Fighter Six against each other, maybe. Or um, wrestling. We haven't played a wrestling, wrestling game in a long time. And I have a few, and I'm going to be talking about one of them today. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. Here we go again. 
it's a weekend warrior a new stream concept that we uh were kind of fiddling around with before we went on break and we are ready to kind of do it just to have a little a good jump start to our weekend have some hangout time with you guys and of course have a lot of fun playing games but yeah um, again yeah. you can come by twitch.tv forward slash united we nerd on saturday at 11 a.m we're gonna have some fun oh yeah but joel brian speaking of wrestling games i just wanted to i just wanted to talk to you a little bit about aew fight forever oh you talked about it a little bit with me i want to hear the whole thing actually no i saw it on tiktok you didn't even talk about it with me i watched your video. i did do a little tiktok i, I lied I, I got I, I got passionate enough to make a TikTok the other last week. So that 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 tells you something about this game. So last week, for those of you who don't know, AEW came out with their very first uh video game. Uh and it's it's a standard arcade wrestling game. It's very much inspired by the old um WWE like No Mercy games on um on the N64 very much similar to that style as far as just like how it plays how it kind of looks it doesn't look like an n64 game but like you can tell like it kind of feels has that feeling of that kind of old arcadey style uh wrestling game um and of course i made i made a tiktok about uh a little discovery i made because for people that don't know um the developers for this game ukes used to be the people that made WWE games back in the day. And they've been they've been making games for WWE for so long until uh, a few years ago where they left. And then they've been working on this game for the past few years. Uh, so there's a character customization game, you know, like WWE. It's a little more bare. There's not compared to the... Because I've shown you how like wild WWE games are now, Joel. Oh, yeah. Like you can, you can make abominations. You can, you know, yeah, go yeah. down to the minute details of your of your character. This one is a little bit more simplified and straight line. Like you can't really like change the like look of your person. There's like default settings, and you can kind of change like the the basics of your character. Um, so of course that means you can also do entrances and whatnot. So I was looking at some of the entrances and I was looking at some of the ones you can unlock because you can unlock uh, more customization things through in-game currency that you can just do by doing challenges and stuff like that. Mm. Boy, are there a lot of WWE shit in this game? Oh, is it like a cut and paste almost? <laughs> it's not cut and paste just because um, how they do their entrances, they only do like the beginning and then it kind of cuts away to make it like very quick and very fast. It doesn't do like a whole full sequence like WWE games do. But like, you know, I, I mentioned on my on my TikTok, like I like to always like see the references like games make. Because usually there'll be references for wrestlers that, you know, are a little more niche and a little more like in like the, you know, the big time wrestling fans would know kind of who they are. And there's some <laughs> of those there. But, you know. In retrospect, it is Ukes, so they do have a lot of stuff they did in WWE games, so I'm not too surprised, but, like, let me just write down off of memory. Like, they have The Undertaker, they have Roman Reigns, they have Rey Mysterio, they have uh, EO Sky, they have um, 
you know, back in the day, um, Alistair Black, before he went to AEW, they have his entrance with like rising out of the coffin kind of kind of shit. They ha- and like a, and a ton and ton more. If you like look at them, like and if you know, it's like oh, I know who I know who that is. You know, and it was so. Are weird. they in the game? No, no. But it has their entrances. So it, ha- it has their entrances. But the thing is, that's funny. What's to get around it? It's technically new because they have to shorten it because it's only the beginning of an entrance. And then when they label it, they kind of label it a very vague, like, descriptor of, like, what it kind of is. Yeah. But, like, any wrestling fan would look at that and be like, motherfucker, I know, I know that that's, um, give, I'll give you another example, um. Uh, that's that's Shinsuke Nakamura. It's like I know who that is. Like I know that that pose and shit. It's like I. Uh, oh, that's funny. It was what, just, Undertaker it, is called like Mister Dead or something like <laughs> the Hangman Executioner. <laughs> no, Some knockoff um, like that. It was very generic, but like you could tell just by like. There's only one wrestler that walks in just like fucking like very slow and very like straightforward, kind of things. Like you know who it is. Um, that's but yeah, I, I just thought it was funny. I, I kind of just did it as kind of like a goof. Because um, it's a wrestling game, so it's going to happen. Um, and especially because AEW is so new. They're only like four years old. So they don't have that many legends to go off of that have been there. So like over time, they'll probably change. But um, yeah, I I played around a little bit. Honestly, like... Uh, I'm not going to lie. I haven't played a lot of it recently because, you know, you know, Final Fantasy 16 has come out. Um, but yeah, it's if you remember playing the wrestling games of old, it feels just like that. Uh, just maybe with a little bit of a prettier package. It's very simple, very straightforward, and you can do a lot of goofy shit. Uh, like you can ride skateboards. You can. Nice. Uh, you know, pull weapons out of a crowd. You know, you have actually. There's a lot of blood. There's like a lot of like, like ugh, blood. Like literally, you hit somebody with a weapon and they just start bursting, <laughs> and like there's blood on the mat and shit. Uh, yeah. They do. They have a um, one time. Uh, they did a like explosive barbed wire match, and so they added it to the game. And it's basically kind of a thing where you have to, like, beat your opponent within, like, the time limit or else, like, the ring explodes. <laughs> and, so um, I've never heard of this. That just sounds awesome and ridiculous at the same time. That's it like, is. That's, that's awesome. And <laughs> that's stupid, but I love you, it. I love if, it. If you know AEW's history, you know that they've only done this match once. And the reason why is because uh, the execution wasn't all there. Because uh, the pyro didn't go off correctly <laughs> on the actual match. So what's actually cool is that when the countdown's about to end, there's a sequence that you could do to activate the actual uh, bungled explosion. So it looks That's so funny. underwhelming. <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> spurts of like pyro and then everybody's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> 
that's funny that they kept it. Uh, props to them to, for keeping they, the bungle. They don't. They don't like try to make themselves look like picture perfect. They they will pull jokes on themselves, which is which is nice. It's, it's refreshing. It's a refreshing little kind of like fun, like you know, get a bunch of your friends and just fuck around for like an hour or so. So maybe we'll play that eventually. I I mean, if we can do a fast cookie cutter character creator with explosive barbed wire, I, I'm in. <laughs> Put me in. I'll make some dumbass character or not. Maybe I'll make a really bad common writer. Call him like Ramen Kiter or something. Ramen Kiter. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I did I did play that. Um, like I said before, I've been playing a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot of Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah. So, I've talked to you a little bit about it. Yeah. But I want to kind of go into a little bit more of, like, my thoughts so far. Because um, I've mentioned this to you before. But this is, like, my first actual, like, good shot at playing a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. The only other one I've actually played to an extent is uh, Seven uh, Dirge of Cerberus, which later in life I found out is a very bad game. Um, and I played the demo for Seven Remake, which I still need to play. Oh, shit. Nice. I'm just here, like, fuck it. Like, for people that aren't watching this right now i'm just having the hardest time with my my mic at the you moment no i just want to say while you're doing that uh i don't even think i've ever heard of dirge of cerberus that maybe they just really? buried it so well yeah i i don't think i've even heard of that before i played uh tactics on the game boy advance or game boy oh, yeah, that was tactics. fun and then uh part of eight i was thinking about re-downloading it so i could finally beat it uh i did enjoy it. it's with squall Leonhart, his story yeah i Whoa. was so bad at it Oh my god, but I well, have a better idea of how to play now. <laughs> well, Dirge of Cerberus is where you get to play Vincent Valentine, the, the vampire dude. Um, and it was kind of kind of like an action-y game, but you know, I only played like two levels of it, and I was like, nah, this this ain't for me, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. I don't think but, I, maybe I've seen a picture of it. But Final Fantasy 16 is definitely for me, dog. Oh yeah! I, uh, I, I, oh boy, the the action is crisp. the uh, The game looks beautiful. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, you have like this very, very like pretty picture being painted in front of your eyes, and then it's letting you just kind of like play or mess around in. It's kind of nice actually because it's not i thought it was going to be a little bit more of an open world kind of thing but it actually isn't you kind of have different locations and you can kind of play around within that location but then it's Mm -hmm. more so like you have a mission that you can do and then depending on like where you are you'll you might come across some like side quests you could do but it's kind of in a contained area for the most part yeah which is good for me because Recently, I've been getting very fatigued on, like, big open-world games, so I'm really glad that this is a little bit more contained, just at least within different sectors of, like, the story. Mm -hmm. 
if you're just kind of going along. Um, combat. Combat is actually really nice. Um, Devil May Cry, essentially, right? Uh, it's it's a little bit simpler than that. Like To me, Devil May Cry is still like the top tier as far as like character action games go. Um, but definitely if you've played games like Devil May Cry before, like it does definitely help you kind of like memorize certain um, aspects, especially because there are some mechanics from Devil May Cry that are definitely in this fucking game. Nice. Um, like for an example, uh, uh, there are moves that you can unlock through experience Mm -hmm. or you can expend experience to like unlock moves. Uh, I right away noticed that you have a stinger and a helm splitter, and so I immediately unlock those because those are like Devil May Cry staple. Those actually just character action game staples. But I call like for a second, I call them stinger and helm splitter because that's what they are in like Devil May Cry. That that's just like recognizable to a lot of people. Um, and of course you have uh uh. What in Devil May Cry is table hopper, but basically you can jump towards an enemy and basically jump off of them instead of just kind of like you know dead stopping in front of them. You can mm-hmm. like jump like on them and away from them, so you can kind of get more maneuverability in the air. Cool. Um, and of course, you can upgrade your 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 specials and kind of your uh. There's, it's actually really weird because there's not that many combos in the game. Like you have your you have your attack button, right? And then you have your ranged attack, which you can upgrade and have it be so like, oh, you can like charge it, charge it up and then you know deal extra damage or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the combat really relies on kind of your movement, I would say. Cause Everything has kind of like a set base damage. There's no like elemental like advantages, which is kind of interesting because for Final Fantasy being like a like an RPG kind of thing, usually those come into effect in like RP like RPGs and like turn mm-hmm. turn based games. So it's kind of weird that um, elemental damage doesn't really take in any special effect. Um, of course you can like burn people a little bit, but like, as far as like having like advantages and disadvantages, that's kind of like not there, but they really have, you have, uh, a lot of like movement options. So let's say, um, depending on your character, like your, your first base, like element type is like fire. And so with that. Uh, you have a special dash that allows you just to jet forward, basically kind of vanish for a second and just kind of move forward towards an enemy that you're locked onto. And so it's like a free like movement just to get in front of them and like, you know, start wailing on them. Or uh, you can time your dodges correctly. And if you do, that's when you start getting bonus damage because you can just like dodge out of the way and then it has like a little slowdown effect. And then, if you time it immediately, you can just like throw in like an extra attack, so you can kind of just keep like ducking and weaving and just kind of, you know, taking stabs or pot shots off of them. That sounds fun. Um, or if you want to be ballsy, there is technically a parry. I am not good at it because the parry in this game is that you have to attack your enemy at the same time they're attacking you. 
So it's kind of like a clash. Instead of okay. like you instead of like you holding position and like waiting for it, you yeah, have yeah. to time your attack with theirs to like parry off of them, which I I'm having a hard time with, but um I'm tr I'm trying my best. Um and then of course you get you get a doggo, you get a dog companion. Uh oh yeah. Uh, Torgal, which is the best dog, um, you can involve your dog into your attacks. So it can kind of do its own thing. So you don't have to tell it to do, but there is a command uh, menu. You can tell it to attack. You can tell it to uh, heal for like a small bit of uh, health uh, for the moment. And what I've, I, I've, don't know if I told you this or not, but I did find out that you can actually use your dog to do combo enders. So like you do like, like a, a spin attack. You told me that. Do a spin attack, but then you can also um, do it with its other attack too. So it's like you do like a four hit combo and if you press it right on time, you know, your dog will like light up and then like do like a special attack that it normally doesn't do, which is really cool. And it does have this like weird affinity level in the menu. So I'm wondering like the more you kind of like use it or like get connected with it, that it'll do more. So I haven't found that out yet. I'm sure a lot of people already have, but I, I'm trying to like black myself out from it. Like everybody else talking about the game. So I don't get spoiled. Um, I found out. Uh, one of the story beats for the game because I am officially in what is known a little, to some people that have played this game as the uh, Clive learns about racism arc. I, I think I heard a little bit about this. Yeah. Yeah. So to not spoil it too much, um, you know, Clive uh, runs in on some hard times, you know, after the prologue and uh, people who have like special powers are deemed as like subhuman and so uh, when people look at him because he's branded right uh, you know they they kind of look at him as kind of like not uh, you know not human and same with everybody else that has kind of like the same brand and so you get to this town and you immediately start to realize oh there are uh, <laughs> Clive is learning about cl uh, classism and, and pretty much racism at that point. Discrimination. So I, I'm, I'm in, I am in the racism arc right now. And, uh, I'm, I'm having, I'm having fun, not with the racism, but I'm having fun. With <laughs> yeah, let's, let's make, you know, let's, uh, let's make sure we were clear on that one. <laughs> I'm having fun beating up monsters. I'm just gonna leave it there. Um, but Final Fantasy 16 is a lot of fun, and I am gonna be playing a lot more of that for sure. Nice. Sounds like a lot of fun. As like a banter. Like a banter. And of course, I've I've just been playing Tears of the Kingdom, you know, when I can. Oh, I dude, just I. Oh, you I played. You played a lot. Because on, on my break, we, we would, like, do something in the morning, have breakfast, break, go do something, break, dinner, break. And in between those breaks, everyone was napping. I was like, I would love to sleep in the bed, but also, Hyrule is calling, and I got fucking I got done. I got temples to beat. 
I got <laughs> temples. I got armor to find. I have world phenomena to conquer. I it just we didn't say it before. I'm pretty sure you did, but this oh, game is fucking amazing. You know, it's so good. Um, I um, it was. I think I probably told you guys. I, I well, they they were texting right. I didn't get it because it was in airplane mode. Because apparently, uh, my wife Sarah had them all, but I didn't have like texting days until like the last couple of days. Like I'm gonna turn airplane mode off and just get charged because it's just really annoying. But I got this whole wall of texts, and then I, <laughs> I responded to them what I've been up to, <laughs> and I let them know that like I took on Phantom Ganon successfully. Like that shit is no joke if you're not ready. And he dropped some good Bro. stuff too. Um, yeah, I'm it's... not even brave enough to fight the hands yet, dude. They're annoying as fuck. Honestly, whenever I go in an area and there's nothing, no enemies, now I know it's like you're like come. It just there's a couple spots you just there's nothing. It's just grass or scenery. Bro, I'm just like, oh. bro, I was climbing a hill to go to a fucking sky tower, and they just appear out of nowhere and chase me up the hill. I was like, what the fuck. At the scream got me too because you know I'm just relaxing. He's like, he's here. Ah! I'm like, what the fuck? And then it's like, <laughs> oh fuck, god damn it. But uh, it is worth fighting Phantom Ganon sometimes. I will say um, he drops some gloom weapons. I don't spoil it too much if you don't have them, but I'll just leave it at that. I want you to see what they do first. Um, I might just have to try to yeah. be brave. And I, I told my wife, you gotta explore the chasm. You really, I, I've been telling Brian too, you gotta explore the chasm. Oh, it's, I've been exploring the chasm. You gotta increase your battery, man. I I can't. I I, I got my like, first I upgrade. My... I got my first upgrade. I, I, I can't find live more... with a one battery. I have like it need to it needs to grow, and thank goodness. Um, a recall power though. When I when I finally talked to you about it, I got that. Oh, it's so nice. It's so so fun. It's what oh, the man. one you keep forgetting about, but it's one of the more useful powers. Oh, yeah. And it'll literally be anything you've interacted with. There was a temple that had flotation balls. And it saved that, which I thought was hilarious. I had this thing with flotation. And I told him and uh, our buddies when we went to the food festival, we'll talk about that later. Um, there was one where uh, Mr. Hudson, there's signs of him. I, mm -hmm. I attached the signs to to a, a little uh, like prison grate with explosives. So they see Mr. Hudson when it drops on them. It's like, <laughs> hello. Lift that sign, bitch. Yeah, uh, that game. Oh, man, I... I could play it for almost forever, but I know it has to end. And now so, I'm reaching that point where like, okay, it's time to, to hit the last phenomenon and move on. So you've beaten the tap, the all four temples, right? Uh, on the last wait temples. No, no, no. Last temple. I'm on the last temple. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, last uh, what was the last one that you chose? What was the, the reader? Uh, of the Goron one. I the did Goron. Gerudo. I okay. went Sidon, Riva, uh, Yonobu, is that his name? And now I'm on Rito. You know, or whatever. Yeah. That so, was fun. So, I know you're on the last oh, one, but would you be able to, at this moment, would you be able to have like a a temporary ranking until you finish the last one? Like, what, what so far, what, how would you rank the temples? I think Sidon's is again like the first one you should do and the easier one until the boss. I'm gonna say because I made a mistake though, I, I I'll put it at like eight or nine. I I think out of ten, it was it was pretty good. It's a good one. Um, um, 
Gerudo one, I just hate the fucking mummies, dude. They were annoying, but it was still good. Is the boss fight tedious. was annoying too. It is, yeah, I think that's the right word. It's tedious. I'll put that at seven out of ten. I'm gonna put it below Sidon. Also, Sidon's my homie, so that's mm. why. Um, like seven, maybe even lower than. It's just that last boss. The boss fight is annoying. Yeah, it's just tedious. And for me, because we were talking about it, I was reading how to shoot the things wrong. I was shooting it too early. So I was just making it harder for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the puzzles were cool. They're not too hard. I feel like Breath of the Wild puzzles were a little more, like I was scratching my head a little more. Maybe I just was going about it wrong. But I feel like for this one, the puzzles overall are easier in the temples. I and feel, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like because the your powers and stuff for this game deal more with the physics of the game. Yeah. Where in, the, in the last one, your powers were more so just based on like the other Guardians. Yeah, and then of course they had the Sheikah slate too, but those were more for like kind of traversal. Like you had yeah. them, you had like the magnetism, but like I, I honestly barely used that one to be honest. Um, but yeah. like since like everybody was is, I feel everybody is so like into like the physics of like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom to have your powers be more related to that. And just being able to just like figure out how to do something your way, I feel like it makes it maybe not like easier, but there are many, many, many ways you can complete a task. Whereas yeah. in Breath of the Wild, I felt like you had to figure out the right way to do it. Yeah. So or I feel it, like- there was a couple ways, but it's not like this. You could cheese it so many ways. Like there's definitely, I've seen people do shrines at like they post the videos. Like it's like I didn't even think about that at all. And mm-hmm. some were like, oh, I did that. I literally just skipped steps two through ten and went straight for skip. You know, turn twenty. You know, right. Um, let's see, what was oh the Goron one? I, I thought that was a lot of fun. The intro to before you uh. Oh, below, it's all I'm going to say, where you kind of, like, fight the Ghidorah heads. That was cool, uh, doing that. The Ghidorah heads? Uh, the mountain, like, erupts, and then he's like, Goro, we got to fight! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. The- <laughs> that, was that was fun. a cool intro. Um, the boss was pretty cool, too. Uh, I thought the way, because, you know, it's like they, the, the literal gate you have to unlock to get to the boss... I thought they, that one was okay. Um, I just, I don't know. It felt not as tedious as Gerudo, but not as, um, maybe a, just as interesting as the water one. Yeah. And then the, um, the Rito one right now is cool getting there, but now that I'm here, it's like, okay, I know what to do. Like, you figure, it's the fourth one. You figure out this process. I'm just like, I get it. I'm here. <laughs> so it's cool. I think that they could have made the power a little more interesting for the bird but uh, i get it It, it's more like traversal and getting where you need to get where you need to be faster so it makes sense you already have three offensive ones you need one that's a little more um right uh like motion or movement i could see why the game kind of points you towards that one first just because like it like we were talking about before like you don't have as many battery slots so mm-hmm. your creations wouldn't be able to take you as far. So I feel like yeah, yeah. having that kind of like gust of wind behind you to travel a little bit oh, yeah. with your glider really does help. That would have um, helped me so much exploring in the beginning. But now I know oh, I got last. Oh, well, just use a lot of gliders <laughs> and, and stamina. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 
I kind of I kind of have to agree with pretty much what you said, except I feel like as much as it pains me, I would probably have to put the Goron one very low. And I hate it because I love go I love the Goron area. I those are some of like my favorite like character types in Zelda. Mm-hmm. But um God. That boss fight, dude, like I felt like I was getting like more frustrated than anything during that boss fight just because of the timing it like took and how ha- having to that's the one thing I kind of wish would change was that I wish that you didn't have to go up to the other uh sage to like unlock like press a then to like oh proc yeah the ability then to like do the actual ability like there's so mm-hmm. many unnecessary steps in order to use the power that i wish you just kind of would be able to just kind of you know hotkey it would be nice yeah hotkey it or just you know have it be like kind of like breath of the wild where you just had to do something in order to activate it yeah that's like that's like the one thing i kind of do miss is like oh um like let's say like for Breath of the Wild when you had like Daruk's power, it's like all you have to do is like you know block, and then the dome comes over you. Yeah. Like yeah, I wish yeah. there was like a way you could like just do that again, but with the the new powers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As far as like that too, it's a little annoying when you have three of them following you and you need the right one, and they're all in your grill. I'm like motherfucker, I don't need a gust mm-hmm. of wind right now. I need an explosion, or I don't need this stupid water shield right now. I need to shoot this motherfucker with lightning. Like <laughs> that's just a little like. If I could understand if they kept that, and you could choose it whenever you want. Yeah. That would be cool. Uh, but yeah, it's just a little like it, it, I'm just being nitpicky. It's just like. Fuck no, go away, you nobo. I don't need you right now. <laughs> you know, uh, but you could send them away too. There's that argument, right? You don't have to have them out all the time, but I do. Oh, yeah, I so them. I want all four of them still with me right now, or five of them. So I only pull them out if I'm getting like surrounded by enemies. Like I bring out you nobo, and I'll maybe bring out like depending on the situation, of course. Yeah, but it's just it. Having them all all out like all the time, just like they get in my way too damn they much. They do. They do. <laughs> they get in my way too damn much, but then when I need them, they run away from me. <laughs> so it's like, Always, come dude. on, guys, <laughs> you're supposed to be the sages. You need to help me. Yeah. This I I can't wait for this game to get its game of the year because it obviously will. Um, and if it doesn't, I'll be super wowed. I just want to hear the Zelda theme at the Game of the Year awards oh, loud and prominent. Yeah, I Bro, just the, I know it's gonna have its place there. Um, I know there's still more games to be had this year, especially with there was Survivor too. I still need to play that. Um, yeah, Survivor. Um, you know, this getting... game is so good. Um, I don't even want to fight Ganon. Like I'm, I'm already ready. Like give me something else. <laughs> I I know it'll be done. It's if well, you there's a lot of game thinking, in it. Oh, I know. If you've been thinking about it. You haven't gotten it. Just, just get it already. Just get it. You'll, you'll do yourself a favor. I mean, play Breath of the Wild if you want to, but Breath of the Wild now is just—it's fun. No, no doubt, it's great. But if you know about this one, yeah. (laughs) Like on, like honestly, like if you haven't played either of them, Breath of the Wild's really good, but Tears of the Kingdom, 
you can you can, you can new, get you can new. get a, a lot out of it. Whole new ballpark. And you know what I love too? There was a quest I did earlier that connected to another quest, and it's like, oh, you already did it. Cool. I, I fucking love it. That I do. That I do love. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's like you already did this. Thank God. I don't need to go do it again. Oh, you, <laughs> you know, I, I would have, but. You need to go get ten uh, sharp mushrooms. Oh fuck! You already have them. Thank God. <laughs> Jesus. Hell yeah. Ten frogs over here. Can you take care of them? Oh, you did. It's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> I needed them. <laughs> yeah, Breath of the Wild is, or sorry, Tears of the Kingdom is always going to be a constant. I I still call it Breath of the Wild. It's it's um, so they're they're so similar. They're roughly the same game, just different. <laughs> Dude, that I love that recall power. I wish it was a little more involved. It's it's so good. It it whenever I drop something off a cliff, boop. It's <laughs> so good, so good. Oh man. Um. But yeah, those are like the well, of course, playing Street Fighter as well. Um, but those pretty much were like the, you know, biggest games I got. Oh, um. I finally invested in something, Joel. I might I might oh, have no. mentioned this to you before, but I finally got it. I finally invested in a backbone controller for my phone. I don't know if you told me that. How is that? How's that been? So it's really interesting. Uh, works great. I, I love it. It feels good in the hands. It obviously this version is um like the PlayStation version, so it has all like the, the PlayStation keys for yeah, people yeah. for people just uh, listening to this you know you have your you know your triangle your, square yes yeah, your standard playstation fair right um because i wanted to try uh playstation remote play on my phone and so mm. playstation remote play is interesting because think of your phone has to be on some kind of wi-fi right yeah. and so your phone and your PlayStation talk to each other, and it's pretty much through Wi-Fi, your phone becomes a screen for your PlayStation. So, like, I could be in the living room, and I'll just pop it on. My my PS5 will turn on, right? And then I could just see my PS5 on my phone. Um, so I tested out, I just played a little bit on offline uh, Street Fighter. Played pretty decently. Um, there was maybe like once in a while there would be like a small little like hiccup. But for the most part, it worked pretty well. Um, I haven't really tried any online games. Just because oh, I bet it's... <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's testing it out. But um, I do want to try when we go to PAX uh, in a few months. I'm going to be... Br I'm going to bring this. And I know we're going to be on shitty hotel Wi-Fi, but I want to try to see. Can you what do it, it over do. that distance. As long as you're on some kind of Wi-Fi connection, it will really. Yeah, because you you just link your uh, console onto the uh, remote play app, and then uh, you just turn it on. You can turn on your PS5 from wherever you are and just play. 
Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know what to die. I, I, yeah, I assume like you know, I could do it to my Xbox, go to my bedroom, might be spotty Wi-Fi, but you know, I'm still playing my game. You know. No. Interesting. I connect to Wi-Fi anywhere. That's that's crazy, man. Yeah. All, Damn, like I all you have to do on Jure anywhere. All you have to do is like you have to. There's like a setting on like your PlayStation that you just kind of have to flip on for it to like recognize remote play. But yeah, once you have that and your phone's on Wi-Fi. You know, and your console's on some kind of like, you know, online connection, like it technically should work. Um, you know, Crazy. of course, it always depends on your Wi Fi connection, of course, because yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much it's streaming your PS, your PlayStation to your phone. So it's kind of yeah, like, yeah. um, I haven't tried Game Pass with this yet. Um, I probably should just to see how that works. But yeah, I've been I've been enjoying this, you know. Uh, there's days where I I'm just like on the couch in the living room, and I was like, oh, you know, I just want to like hop on, you know, play a few rounds and not have to sit at my desk, you know. So, no, with t- with time that that they'll just get better, which is crazy. That's the um, that's the hope. Because yeah, it's the hope. Because I know for at least Game Pass, like their uh, cloud gaming is still in beta so that's you know gonna change over time and you know remote play will probably change over time that's uh, crazy dude but yeah uh a backbone controller you know if you're wondering about you know mobile gaming and cloud gaming you know this is like a hundred bucks hundred ish bucks but you know it's quality and it's worth it i think Oh, the other cool thing. You can charge your phone. I was and, wondering about that. And How have do you a headphone jack at the same time. Okay, so it's like, it's like you just charge your phone. Control. Okay, that's... So you you just charge it whenever. That's that's cool. Yep, so you could be just sitting anywhere. I'll just plug it in, charge it. That's cool. So and My curiosity is definitely peaked now. <laughs> I was like, eh, it looks cool. I didn't know. I thought... It just had to be like nearby. No. That's crazy. That's I mean, the future, man. I mean, I'm assuming nearby would probably be better, but oh yeah, <laughs> same state probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you got you got you got to test your distance. You know, you just need to ch- oh, no. test your uh, <laughs> how far you could go. <laughs> Speaking of how far you could go, we went to the food festival. I saw you Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, lots of great food. Of course, I just opted for. You know, lobster fries. It said two to three people. I thought it was like, yeah, whatever. I was fucking wrong. The main lobster, it was huge, dude. It was great too. It was lobster cheese it was, good. It was big. Um, yeah, so it was good. And I had a crab roll. It was really good too. It was kind of warm too. I was expecting to be cooler than that, but it's okay. We found some shade eventually, but that was that was cool. Yeah. If you haven't been to a food festival, go to one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, this one was called uh, Foodie Land. Me and Jameson and Ben went last year. This time you went. Yeah. I went. Chris went. Plus, uh, Ben Jam- and we, we ran into Jameson. He went with his family, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. Like it's been a very long time since you know I've been to kind of like one of those kind of you know events. Like it was at the yeah. fairgrounds, so it's like oh you know, yeah. haven't been there in a while. So it was neat. Um, the. <laughs> We went by, so, like, how it was set up, there's a lot of food booths, right? 
Mm-hmm. There's like some merchandise stands, and of course there are some carnival games there. Boy, boy, did I forget how sketchy fucking carnival games are. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. What there was like the like you know the standard kind of like ring toss ones. There was like the you know the ball basketball. basketball. Boy, um, something breaks the illusion. Nothing like looking at a basketball game on the side to break the illusion of you having a chance. <laughs> when we're walking by, it's like oh you know it's a little basketball thing. We can maybe do the uh, you know basketball thing, and then we kind of started going from the side, and we saw the hoop go from a circle to an oval. <laughs> and it was like, uh, mm, no. Mm. And there's like the mm. one guy that kept trying to get Ben to do the uh, <laughs> bar hang. Oh yeah, hang it was like from a challenge with like, like fifty bucks or something. I think it was like do it for like a minute, get your money back. Do it uh, for like two minutes, and like you get double back. Yeah, yeah, we got hell of people that day. We saw. There's one guy that almost made it. He had like three seconds almost, left and, yeah, and, yeah. and fell over. But yeah, it was neat. It was cool to be out and about. Like I know, like that weekend was a little busy, but it was kind of nice to you know oh, yeah. be out, you know, and just kind of take in the world around you. Because I know, mm-hmm. I know, for me recently, I have been keeping indoors a lot, so it was a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. <sighs> before we move on, I want to talk about a certain trailer that came out while I was away. But before we get there. Um, just want to talk about, of course, the favorite game of mine, uh, Destiny Two. They have their, they ended their their story season, at least for now, with oh, yeah. a big lore drop. It's pretty cool. So if you're still playing, if you saw the origins of the witness, that was kind of cool. Uh, he he was kind of shrouded in mystery till recently. They like I was telling you, they actually leaked this like six weeks ago. Yeah, you told I'm me like, that. God damn! Like people, can you just wait? Six no. fucking weeks. Like we're almost and no, I gotta leak the the whole cutscene too but in Joel, its entirety. How can people know how excited I am if they don't know? People need to know the excitement I feel without experiencing it from themselves. And then it's you wonder why they don't talk to the community. Like it's like, <laughs> how come you guys won't talk tell us anything? You don't let us know. This sucks. You know, it's like, yeah, I think I know why they're not talking to us. <laughs> also, <laughs> this season, like other seasons, everyone's complaining about every fucking thing. I get it. There's been a lot of emergency maintenance. I can side with you on that one. That sucks. Right? Why does this game need so much maintenance? But it's also so fucking big. You know? <laughs> like I I don't know. Maybe I just Again, I just I get on the trend of playing games that die. Maybe I'm just used to it by now. But um, it's you know it you know marathons coming up. People are like, oh, you put all your money to marathon, not Destiny. I'm like, yo, you could so, step away. You could not so play this game. <laughs> I will kind of defend that opinion a little bit because I I will defend PvP players because they haven't gotten shit for years. You got a shitty map. But- disjunction <laughs> that's what it is but bungie has kind of really dropped the ball on pvp a lot so that's i can gambit's fucking dead dude that game is dead bro Ga- <laughs> gambit's been dead for like five years it's yeah, like ever since they did that first update for gambit it was like downhill i'm but, with you on that one yeah but as far as like the like co-op and like the story stuff i feel like they've been kind of 
Like, Witch Queen was great. Witch Queen was really fun. And I know some people are kind of like meh on Lightfall, but I've been enjoying myself. Uh, I feel like they've been kind of... They're ramping up for something really big, and I hope that it pays off within the next Dude. year. <laughs> and th But that is the question, though. Like, we are... We are coming to the end of the 10-year promise that they made mm -hmm. when Destiny 1 came out. And now we know that, like, Marathon's coming. There's mm -hmm. another project that they're working on that we don't know anything about. So... Keep it that way, honestly. The, <laughs> it's, it's the unfortunate thing to think about, but we... Like, once, you know, the final shape comes out and, you know, all that stream of content is done with, we could be looking at the, you know, maybe not the end of Destiny, but like the hiatus of Destiny. where the End of the light and dark and saga for sure, or whatever. Well, like yeah, but we could be seeing like a, a, a length in time where there won't be really anything new with Destiny. Because mm -hmm. they'll have Marathon to worry about, and that's pretty much all multiplayer. And then, you know, whatever, whatever their other game is, they're working on that. So I don't know... I don't know if they're going to expand their team to like work on more destiny stuff and just kind of, or just kind of have the standard kind of like season. Like they'll have the, you know, the guardian games and like the, the winter solstice shit come out, you know, probably and just have like almost a, a year of like nothing, which could be a good or bad thing. I don't know. You know, like it could be a good thing. They could like use that time to like refresh themselves and like come back even stronger. Or you know, it could, you know, kill the player base a little bit. But mm -hmm. it's it's that weird struggle when you have a game that's like mostly like a live service. Eventually, that live service is gonna have to you know slow down a lot. Maybe um, too slow for some people already. Maybe. Which you you know made some good points already. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I just know with final shape, I'm gonna take a break when that shit's <laughs> up. I'm done. I've been saying that for years, but um, it'll know. be nice to shift away. God, the final shape, too. Um, uh, they did come out with the secret quest this week, though. I will say, um, I attempted to do it with a couple friends and with some randos. Who it's tough, let me tell you. Did Make sure you have all your it? exotic fish. Uh, I whiffed my Nova, so no. <laughs> and there was the Ooh. boss was right here. <laughs> it just went the 180. Me just, I was so mad, but I came close twice. Oh. It's tough. It, it's not a not as hard as Whisper, but uh, approaching that harder than Presage, I'd say. But pre I mean, not Master Presage. Definitely not as hard as I feel like Master of Excalibur Quest was tough as fuck. Um, okay, but. Not well, harder than out. Well, those have different things, though. I feel like it's hard to compare, but for right now, because I haven't you know done anything challenging, I guess, other than PvP, uh, it definitely feels pretty tough, I suppose, for now. Okay, um, and I haven't gotten the new exotic, but I want to, so well, we'll see how that goes. I just need one more fish, so if I can catch it, maybe yeah. we can run it together and hopefully yeah, get some luck. Weekend warrior, that that's gonna that's the thing, <laughs> that's the thing. Because is yeah. is it only for this week, or did it just no start this no week? no no no? It just I think it just started this week. I already saw a guy running around with a gun at the tower. So okay, it's fine. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, the wicked implement, wicked, the wicked 
talented. Wickedly talented. <laughs> one and only Adele Dazim. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say in regards to that. Um, have been thinking about Diablo 4 out on Game Pass again. Of course yeah. not. I, I know you can play like Couch Co-op. That's what I want to get. So my wife and I can play. But thinking about it. I know all our friends are jumping on it real quick. So I, I'm super curious about doing a tango with Diablo 4. But we'll see. We'll see what comes first. Cool. Sounds like a lot of fun. I just love that fact it has like the permadeath mode. I, I love that shit. <laughs> that's it's so that's so intense and oh that, that is block. very intense. Did you hear yeah. about the one guy that um <laughs> accidentally got permadeath? On on Twitter? Yeah, I saw. Like they were doing maintenance and then he like he died or whatever. Well it uh he got like his system crashed, but his character didn't log out. So he oh, was no. being <laughs> he was being attacked by like small little creatures, but it was he was off long enough for his character to get killed while he was <laughs> not even playing. That sucks. That's kind of funny though. Yeah. Um, it, I, but yeah, a lot of a lot of our friends have been playing uh, Diablo Four. They've been telling me about it, and it sounds neat. It's not my game, but it sounds like a lot of people are having fun. Dungeon crawl. Dungeon crawler. All right, we can move on. So to talk about the movies we saw, but I want to talk about a trailer we saw. Go for uh, it. Before that, um, there's a certain Sony movie coming out soon. Oh, um, that trailer. Okay. That trailer. I, I okay. know what trailer you were thinking of. Um, yeah, so they, they unveiled the Red Band trailer as well as the regular tra- trailer for Craven the Hunter. And um, <laughs> it looks like it's on par with Venom, better than Morbius, I'll say right now. Um, to be To be seen. <laughs> To be seen. Right. We'll see. We'll uh, we'll see it. We still haven't seen the Flash. Uh uh we'll we'll get around to it somehow. I rhymes with Schmirit. We might have to do it that way. I like that idea that your partner said. So <laughs> um can another confirm or uh deny. Um yeah. Um uh, Craven, it looks goofy. They really leaning into the Bitten by a radioactive, but not kind of thing, like to get the powers. Oh, the um, lion. The lion almost <laughs> killed me. I stabbed it. Its blood went into my blood. Now I am the lion. Yeah, that's the that's ultimate li- predator. That's, that's literally it. And, uh, um, yeah. I can't I mean, believe looks, they're I, just doing another Morbius. They, <laughs> they are. Um, uh, but, uh, it looks, you know, because they're, it's rated R. It has to be with what I saw in the Red Band trailer. Yeah. Um, it does look a little more entertaining than Morbius. Morbius, I was like, we we were like, we were, you know, hesitant. We we're like, fine, we'll try. This one, I'm like, can't be worse than Morbius, right? Um, and then, you know, they showed the rhino becoming a rhino at the end. Yeah, that's a weird thing. <laughs> I haven't seen that before. So yeah, I'm um, sure you what it's like to be a rhino. <laughs> yeah, it becomes Paul Giamatti in a mech suit. Um, yeah. Uh, Russell Crowe again. <laughs> He wasn't okay. done Zeus. Okay. I know I've said this in private a lot, but I need to say this here right now recorded. Why does Russell Crowe sound more like Craven than um, <laughs> Anthony Taylor Johnson does? Aaron Taylor. Like, or Aaron Taylor. I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay. It's just called kick ass. Fuck it. Kick ass. Quicksilver. 
Undead Quicksilver. Dude from Godzilla. <laughs> that that's the best way to but put it. But like why does Russell Crowe sound like Craven? And the guy playing Craven does not sound like Craven. Craven sounds like Craven in the Spider-Man 2 game trailer. That Craven looks fucking that's, great. That's the Craven I'm excited for. That's a Craven we should have fucking got. But we got Aaron Taylor Johnson doing some animal right. shit. Um he like shoots a guy with a crossbow unapologetically. Like, he okay. runs on the wall. Yeah, he like a lion. Spider-Man. If we don't get Morbius and Craven and Venom fighting each other with the vulture in some weird thing talking about hot dogs, then we failed. All right. They failed. If they don't have them fighting and then fighting I really, Spider-Man. That's I really it. hope the vulture is not there. Cause that was, food the, here. Cause that was the one that oh, I shouldn't say that. That wasn't the one thing they fucked up in Morbius. There's a lot Morbius itself was fucked up, but like what they did to Vulture probably one of like the cooler new Spider-Man villains and just stripped him away of all of his character. <laughs> like I can't believe they actually did that. Like so I'm hoping like with all of like the stuff after uh after No Way Home that he just got warped back into uh real like MCU time. Cause God, I do not Sony's really trying hard to make the Sinister Six seem like something cool, but I know they've only done like technically one movie. Like, I don't is Venom considered part of like their Sinister Six project? There have been so many people that come in and out of Sinister Six. I assume Venom is part of the Sinister Six, or they're gonna Sinister Six are gonna fight Venom, but probably PG 13 because his movies are PG 13. That's so I don't weird. know what the Venom Two should have been rated R. I was just talking about it the other day. I was like, "Oh my god, why did they do that?" So like, PG thirteen Carnage was just not it. I really hope that. I mean, I don't hope because I don't. I never hope something like fails, but like I kind of hope that if if Craven like fails as hard as Morbius does, that Sony gets the picture that. It doesn't fucking make sense to make movies about Spider-Man villains if Spider-Man's not going to be fucking there. It doesn't make sense. No, it's man. They had a reference to Spider-Man and Morbius and they took it out of the movie! Doesn't make sense! Same for fucking... It was rainy Spider-Man 2! It was like a a fucking... A home run! Would have made it a better movie if that if that painting of Toby Maguire was there, maybe. <laughs> On my planet, I am right with the sun. That's that's thing without out of Venom, honestly. Uh, we won't see that in Craven. If I'm wrong, thank goodness. <laughs> so, you know what? I hope I hope Venom's in Craven. Save the fucking movie, probably. I don't know. I don't like I said, I don't want I don't want to already cast this as a failure, but it's just so weird because we just got it into the Spider-Verse literally like awesome. a month ago. It's amazing. One of the amazing. best one of the best movies that comes out this year from Sony. And we're also getting Craven from Sony. <laughs> 
Oh, like I know, I know, live action and animation are two different departments, but still, it's so weird that they could do some of the best Spider-Man shit and then do some of the worst Spider-Man shit in the same year. They don't have six writers. That's why. And the writers strike. Shit. I don't know. This is gonna turn out. They're probably doing some last minute shit for that movie. Oh man. Well, I mean, it's already filmed probably because it, well, it comes out in like a month or so. Yeah. Well, like still, they need to do like recording and post stuff and ADR. But yeah. Oh man. Anyway, just the thought. Yes, we did know about Craven. We're not ignoring it. We're not ignoring um, it. We, you know, we can't. Unfortunately. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, I I mean, uh, we it, it is like <laughs> we're we're doing a late night recording. I I uh, I'm getting I like flashbacks of Morbius, and I am in a mood. I, I rather all right. Let's segue to Beast Wars, and we'll talk about Indiana Jones. There we let's go. See. There let's we get, go. Let's okay. get out of the Sony verse and into the Beast verse. This this or even will, Robo time. This will make me happy. Okay, so. Uh, about a week or so ago, I went to see uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. The uh, fuck, this is like the seventh Transformer movie. The second one not done by Michael Bay. It's being done by the same um, director for uh, Bumblebee, which was really good. Um, I really like this movie. I thought. Uh, Rise of the Beast was a blast. It kind of, it kind of gave me back that energy of like very early Transformers, and then of course you add in the Beast Wars aspect with like uh, the Maximals. You got Optimus Primal, you got uh, Cheetor, you got uh, Rhinox, you got Air Razor. Uh, no Rat Trap, unfortunately, Joel. I'm sorry. Not gonna see it then. Not gonna okay. see it. Failure. Um, about pterosaur never mind don't tell me keep going no so uh, unfortunately the way the movie's made there are there's technically one predacon but it's not a like you know big like main one it's just made it's basically used to just be like a grunt kind of thing um i don't want to go into too many spoilers because i i want you i I want you to like look at it as fresh as you can, and I don't want to spoil anybody else out out there listening right now. Uh, but it is a very simple Transformers movie. It's you know I'm going to try to put my bias aside for a second and be like it's it's nothing like very special. It is just kind of like stupid fun. Like you you shouldn't like look at this movie to be serious. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. But... No, you should. But for me, growing up in the '90s, like w- religiously watching Beast Wars whenever it came on TV, like there's so much nostalgia in it. Not only mixing in like the Beast Wars, but then you're also mixing in like the first generation Transformers, which they've been doing a lot more recently. They've been like combining. Like the Beast Wars and like the OG like Transformers a lot in like their media like Hasbro has, so this isn't. If you're looking for like nostalgia from like the Beast Wars show, there's not a lot there. Like there's gonna be the the basics like the characters themselves and kind of like, just the aspects of them. 
are there, but it, this is totally like a movie timeline kind of thing where their history is kind of altered where it's like they're, what was it? I think it was either um, Eraser or Primal says like, we are, we are from the, we are your past and your future. Cause like, it's kind of like one of those things where like they got teleported to the past but then they're also technically from the like in like canon like Transformers lore like they're from the future, in like timeline wise, but when they get to Earth they're going they came to the Earth in the past so it's it's really it's really kind of weird. Like you have to be like a big Transformers fan to like go with the logic in that. Um, but you know, a lot of cool action scenes. Um, it felt a lot more streamlined than usual like the action scenes were actually a lot more easier to like follow than like old michael bay transformers movie yeah that was like what's happening i think a robot i think a decepticon one yeah um transforming sequences are always cool um you get you get the big you get the big huge rallying of like the autobots and the maximals together which is fucking sick um, you get you get the uh, the tag you get the rallying cries you know Autobots roll out Maximals maximize and it's like oh let's fucking go oh nice like what like not to spoil it but it's like if if you know Transformers you know what's gonna happen but the moment like the Maximals transform you're like let's fucking go <laughs> seeing seeing Optimus Primal pull out his like two fucking swords and shit it's like oh yeah it felt Hype. so good um. But yeah, I had a blast. I say this this movie makes up for the last night in many ways, and I can't say what some of those ways are because that would be very big spoilers for the movie. Um, but just believe me when I say like the stuff that they tried to do in last night, it feels like um they tried to correct. This is kind of, it's also kind of like retconning the movie universe of Transformers in a way. Um, We're pulling a Days of Future Past and a fucking Flash movie? No, more so just like they're ignoring what happened in the last night and then just kind of, because this, because the movies they're doing right now are based in the past. So this movie is based in like the 90s. So, oh yeah, by the way, there's a lot of 90s references, like to the point where the movie starts out with a Wu-Tang song. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, among other things, but uh, where was I going with this? But uh, so, like, there's a big thing. Some of you might get this from my vague description. There's there's a thing that happened in the last night that they redid for this movie, and they did it a lot lot better. Um. And after like after watching the movie, I kind of researched, and apparently one of the early concepts for last night was that they wanted to bring in the Maximals for last night, and so they didn't. But they used the same concept art for for last night, and they used it for this movie for Rise for the Rise of the Beast. So it's kind of like neat because like it it kind of brings me to that conclusion that this is very much like a make good for how bad the last night was. Is that the last one before Bumblebee? Yeah. That, that was the last Michael Bay Transformers. Like, Michael Bay directed Transformers movie. I tried to watch a movie. I was, like, 
half paying attention. It still no, wasn't good. It's, it's it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But I, if you're a Transformers fan, or if you just want to watch something that has like some just like easygoing, just like fun action, I highly recommend it. Um, my opinion personally, if you can see it in a theater, you know, go for it. Like, if you're unsure about the movie, maybe just try to get it on like a discount day. If you have a theater that has like discount days or like an early bird, you know, ticket price. But it's the summertime. It's a good summertime movie. It's a it's a good summertime. It's not great. Well, a fun time and maybe a good time. Yeah. But you know, being me, I fucking loved it. Being a Transformers fan, I loved it. Uh, yeah, Joel, limited show times now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been out for a minute. It's been out for a bit, so it's pro- it, it might it might come up, you know, on streaming services soon. Who knows? Um, but speaking of summertime movies, Joel, you you went to see Indiana Jones the other day. Yep, saw it with my wife. Um, if you like Indiana Jones, you're gonna like this movie. It's it's what you expect. Harrison Ford does it again. He's old. He fights some Nazis. He stays yeah. today, or does he? But um, it's it's pretty standard as far as you know, Jones. I I saw someone's tweet was like he had like a happy ending. Um, oh, in okay. four and in five they took it away. I think that's a disservice. I think oh. five gives it a real ending. Like the the four ending is kind of like George Lucas and or Ewoks kind of ending, right? Mm-hmm. I'll say that the, the um, tip of the, the tip of the hat to back then is like, oh, Shia LaBeouf, baby, the new indie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, nope. <laughs> they, they address that um, a little really? bit. Really? Oh, whoa! They oh, actually his ad- character. They address his character. It's not. Wow. Um, okay. It, it's it's part of how he is. Is what I'll say. Um, but yeah, it's, interesting. It starts out, of course, with him fighting Nazis in a flashback. That he, you know, he has an artifact the oh, Nazis yeah. won. And surprise, surprise, Nazis didn't go away. Just like today, I guess. Um, but it's pretty it's pretty fun. I, I said on Twitter, you know, it's it's what you expect. It's he steals artifacts, he fights Nazis, and uh his pa- his punches sound hella bassy, you know. It's like pfft. you know, fucking it, Captain America's punches don't sound that bassy, man. It's like is it that is it stronger. that good old like Indiana Jones fighting? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. Um, he they didn't use his whip as much. I would say <laughs> they should have, but maybe they wanted to retire away from that. That's okay. I, I I don't want to see like old Harrison Ford try to use a whip. That's okay. <laughs> um, it was it was fun though. I mean, again, if you like the movies, you'll enjoy it. It's nothing amazing. I will say the major plot reveals. There was one I thought was cool. Like it's like oh. It actually, the thing actually does. I'm trying to be fake too. The thing does. The artifact does what it's supposed to do, not what you wanted it to do. How it was designed is not how you thought it was, which I thought was cool. Oh, um, okay. So it's like, oh, oh. So that was I like that. Um, there was a it, it, yeah. It's you know they touch on like mythical shit too, of course, but they did it better, I think, and it made it made it fun you know they did all the things they do in the previous movies he had you know the relationship with the relative like last crusade no not last crusade um fucking 
the Sean Connery one. No, you're, There's a you're kid, right. You're right. Alaska Alaska I'm thinking of Raiders. Okay. The, you know, the action adventure, Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's a kid involved, just like Temple of Doom. <laughs> um, you know. Okay. Fights Nazis. That's like three of them, four of them, right? I mean, it was fun. You know, I went in. I was like, I'm going to watch Harrison Ford, be old, complain, fake punch Mads Mickelson a couple times, and leave. <laughs> and I got a little bit more than that, so. That's good. It's a summer movie. It's doing poorly. That kind of blows my mind a little, but I mean, it's also the fifth Indiana Jones, right? I mean, are people tired of old Harrison Ford? Maybe. I mean, I people mad that he's fighting Nazis? I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I just think a lot of people saw Crystal Skull and they're like, oh, no. Which is fair. But I. You That's know. the thing. Do they touch on that? Do they like mention anything uh, about aliens? They, he talks about other events, but okay. not aliens. They don't. They, they don't okay. touch that. Okay. They don't okay. touch that, brother. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're curious, you like Indiana Jones, you should probably go see it in the theater. It's really cool. James Mangold, the director of Logan, Wolverine. I think this was the right. He he takes an old character going through it. He's done that before. Does it again? You know. There's all right. Old tropes, and then Phoebe Waller Bridge, um, who's in Fleabag and was also L three in the solo movies. Um, she does great, of course. So, um, I'll dive more into it when it's been out, you know. But mm-hmm. again, it's, it's Indiana Jones. He's not going to fucking, you know, uh, there's no memento, no memento like reveal or, you know, <laughs> it, there's no, you know, Indiana Jones verse at the end. I didn't see one anyway. You know, that multiverse of, of oh, no. archaeologists. Um, no, he didn't transform. He didn't become a <laughs> bat doctor or lion's blood or anything like that. So, Just a simple, you know, action Indiana Jones movie. If you like Raiders, you like Temple, you like fucking uh, Last Crusade, you'll, you'll enjoy this. Um, okay. That's good, you know, because you, you you want the you want the movie to be good because you, you assume that this is like the last like Indiana Jones movie we're getting. Because I can't I can't assume Harrison Ford is going to want to do it again. He's going to be busy being Red Hulk apparently, but uh, it, it felt final. It it felt like they are done with Indiana Jones. <laughs> that, okay. that, that's what I will say. Will there be room for another one? You know, it's Disney. Even James Mangold said, you know, they're bringing Wolverine back. He's like, I thought I ended it, but they're going to squeeze that wet towel dry as possible. You know, maybe in 20 years, there might be a young Indiana Jones reboot. You never know. A modern Indiana Jones. People do love the reboots. That is Nathan Drake. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that is Laura Croft. Oh, all right, cool. But like, definitely, like, would you would you say it's it's worth seeing in theaters? I think so. Um, it was fun seeing in theaters. I don't think it needs to though. Like, if you could hold out, it's probably good. I I think um, big screen. A uh, big screen always helps, except for one movie we already said. Uh, um, yeah. Um, I think it made it. It made a good experience. Uh, certainly a better viewing experience than Across the Spider-Verse, but that movie is like 
S yeah. rank forever. Yeah. Um, not there. Cool. Well, I'll probably have to go check it out too. I mean, I will for sure. Cause you know, Indiana Jones is always fun. Uh, but you know, what's not fun. Wasted uh, a, a really good actor in the movie. What? Wait, oh, what? <laughs> is that a reference? Anyway, or something? No, I'm, just, I'm talking about Indiana Jones. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh, okay. Um, well, not movie related, but um, I recently found out that um, a little, a little less known streaming site, uh, Glimish, uh, closed down last week. Oh shit! I was just about to say I'm going to try kicking Glimish this week. Fuck. Well, damn it! Uh, it that sucks. It seemed legit, um, but you know, like I said, running a streaming site. Developing a streaming site costs money, and when you know the costs don't meet the the amount that you can fund for the website, you know they had to close it. Unfortunately, that's crazy. Yeah, I feel like they're um, super new. Ooh, damn. I mean they they've only been around for a few years. Uh, pretty much when Mixer closed, uh, the pro this project started going up it's like. Glimish was kind of like supposed to be like the answer to Mixer in a way. Uh, but the people making it were super open. You know, every week they would have, you know, town hall meetings and they, they let people see the back end. You know, they they did a good job of like not hiding things from people. So it was unfortunate um, that, you know, they announced that uh, they, you know, on June 30th that they're going to do their last stream and then the website was going to shut down. Um, yeah. which sucks. Cause, um, I have a buddy that, uh, streamed on there a lot. And so it, it kind of sucks that, you know, the, you know, however many streamers were using Glimish and like, we're really championing Glimish now kind of have to, you know, find a new home, especially since, you know, nowadays, like for streamers, finding a new home is like so. We <laughs> don't have that many options, and all those options are really big, for the most part. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, from what I know, though, I I could be wrong, but I do believe that they are opening their resources so like people can, you know, try their hand with it as well. And cool. and from what I know, their Discord is still active, so like people can still kind of communicate through discord and like talk about, you know, you know, what, you know, went wrong with Glimish or like what they were trying to do. And then of course, like people can still connect through there as well. So, and it's unfortunate, you know, cause when you have such, you know, big competition, it's kind of hard to try, especially now, to be a newer comp like a newer website, a newer company, try to, mm -hmm. you know, get in on the streaming game. Cause like we have Twitch and we have YouTube. Uh, it seems like Facebook has really like took Facebook live on the back burner a lot. And then there's kick, but then, you know, kick's been having their own problems. <laughs> I don't know if you've, you've heard this Joel, but, um, uh, did you hear about uh, the XQC contract for Kick? No, I didn't hear about that. Oh, boy. So, uh, 
you know, XQC for a few people are familiar. Um, at least I was familiar with him through uh, back when he was in the Overwatch League. Mm-hmm. And then he got kicked out of the Overwatch League because mm-hmm. uh, he has a very uh, not P- I would say PC is like he he said some whack shit. Um, and of course, he's been oh, on Twitch. Nice. He's been on Twitch and he's had problems there. So recently, XQC just made a deal with Kick to have a contract for a hundred million dollars. What? And get this, it's a non-exclusive contract. So Kick is giving XQC a hundred million dollars to not be exclusive on Kick. Maybe I, I won't do Kick then. <laughs> um, and, and get this to celebrate said contract. XQC, one of XQC's uh, first streams after the deal was him streaming the Dark Knight <laughs> on Kick, <laughs> breaking a whole bunch of rules. <laughs> um, so that kind of tells you where that's gonna be going. Um, but yeah, that's a very wild deal, especially for a kind of newer website like Kick. Um, it's very strange to make a deal like that and not be exclusive. I mean, it's it's great for XQC because that's a lot of money, and also he doesn't have to give mm-hmm. up anything, which I guess, you know, mm-hmm. kudos forever was able to make that deal work out. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess because Kick is also backed by, like, a crypto casino, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I found that out too. No, recently. Gambling is is allowed on Kick, but that makes way more sense now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I've I've seen a few people on Kick, and you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that do like Kick, but like, yeah, personally for me, I don't know how viable, like how viable. Uh, that is, especially if the website is being ran or being funded by a crypto casino company. That sounds a little kind of uh, yikes. Yeah. Because I, I don't know how stable you could have it uh, be when the crypto itself is already unstable. Very unstable. And especially making a deal like this. I don't know why they would. I don't know who thought this was a good idea for kick it's so uh i guess the owner has millions and millions in crypto and i don't know back it's, it up it's very wild it was it, it's a wild time for streaming you know especially since uh you know everything's been happening with twitch you know we got mm-hmm. this news and now glimish is gone which is unfortunate um it just kind of adds fuel to the fire for the whole streaming game. And I know, you know, for a while we've been like, oh, I don't know what to do. But it's like, honestly, at this point, it's just kind of like, kind of just you have to stick with what you know and kind of just I guess try, to, so. try your best <laughs> doing something. I don't know. Jesus Christ. And there's a whole new thing with like 
Twitch because Twitch uh, just recently started their own version of like super chats. And then there's a whole like thing about that too, because yeah, it works like super chats where people can like spend money to like do high, like, you know, special, you know, chat comments and stuff like that. But apparently like Twitch takes like 5% of that before the split. So it's like Twitch takes like a 5% off of that like super chat and then then and like splits it with the creator and Twitch. <laughs> no, and wow. After that 5% uh like transaction fee, then it does like the 70/30 or the 50/50 depending on your, you know, position. So it's like uh so that's why a lot of people have been kind of like don't you some people have been actually cuz you can set the minimum for like Twitch's version of super chats and a lot of people have been setting it very high so no one uses it which I don't it's blame crazy. them the streaming world's a mess right now <laughs> Damn. it's 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 not the wild west but it feels like the wild west like back I in the saw... day oh man go for it go no go I was going to say I saw a tweet to like kick was better reliably for money like you get payouts even if it's not max at least you get oh yeah you know that guy got groceries and stuff and he gets it regularly because it's better than twitch but goddamn, like if it's if they're spending mo money like crazy <laughs> yeah it's a it's it's a wild time because like there's honestly there's like no good answer for anything really you know, you just kind of have to go with your gut on what feels right. But they, the streaming world is just—you <laughs> just kind of have to do what you do, what you do, and just hope it hope it pans out well. That's honestly all you could do, really. But man, a hundred million dollars—that's a lot. He of used money. It to stream a fucking <laughs> yeah, a DJ Warner Brothers movie. movie. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I don't know if that's like <laughs> basic as fuck, or he's just trying to do that for like, like he wants to get in trouble. He's pushing their buttons. Like, oh man, that's... hey man, he he has a a hundred million dollar contract. So who do who knows what might be coming? You know, God. you don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um. That's all I got, man. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. I th I think um That's it. I don't know if you if you have any uh, other things you want to you bring up. I I brought it up at all. Oh. I'm just I'm gonna try to see if I can get that scout rifle later tonight and not sometime this week. That's all right. it. <laughs> all right. And I I was gonna try Twitch. I mean Twitch. Fucking kick and glimish. But I'm I don't know anymore about one of them. And I certainly know how I'm not gonna try with one of them now. <laughs> so Yeah. So. Um all right. Well I think that I think that'll about do it for now. Um you know. Nightway Nerd is back. The podcast is back. Ooh. Joel is back. So Ooh. we're gonna be, you know, getting back into into the motion, you know. Uh, Marcelo is a busy, busy boy, so uh, he'll be popping in and out, you know, on occasion, just based on his schedule. So hopefully we can get mm -hmm. him in. 
Um, but of course, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, if you guys want to hang out with us this Saturday at 11 a.m., we are starting the very first Weekend Warrior stream. Warrior. Going to be having fun playing some games, co-op or competitive, you never know. And, oh, yeah. you know, we're just going to have a, ni- a nice uh, late Saturday morning, you know, going to kick off the weekend pretty nice. Going to just have a nice chill time. But of course, I want to announce this real quick. If for some reason you can't make it to the, the Weekend Warrior stream, do not worry because we'll be putting the VOD up at our new... Mm-hmm. Archive channel United We Nerd Rewind on YouTube. A new YouTube channel where we're going to be putting up all of our Weekend Warrior streams and any other non podcast related streams up on YouTube. So that way, if you miss it and you can't make it to the live, you could watch it there whenever you want and hopefully still have a good time. You, YouTube. But yeah, we're. Right. Yeah. But we're just trying, you know, we're doing a little shift. We kind of, we wanted to try to get into like the, you know, having more fun, you know, off the podcast with you guys. And of course, we'll still be recording this live. This is, this is pre-recorded just because of timing, but you know, this will also be live. So you can always come see us here on Tuesdays. But yeah, of course, uh, if they can't see us live, Joel. But they still want to, you know, communicate with us. Where could they do that? Send us an email. It's about Common Writer, Craven, Destiny, whatever. Ultraman, Star Wars, of course. Do you know that our Star Wars TikTok video got like 800 views? Just when the Battlefront one of all things. So thank you to 800 people. Anyway, nice. United We Nerdcast at gmail.com. United We Nerdcast at gmail.com. We're trying to grow that TikTok. That's also where you can find us. United We Nerd. I have like 12 followers. Let's bump it up. Let's go. Bump Let's it go. up so we could do lives on there too. Fuck it. Yeah. On Instagram, on Facebook. A thousand, a thousand followers. I guess we're on Twitter. I, the, the website fluctuates this whenever so the, fucking much. I don't know. Whenever Elon Musk allows us to read more than three tweets. So, yeah. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Find us there, United We Nerd. Brian, where can we find you, though? If you don't want us... We want to find you where can we find you well of course uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at uh brian underscore saber uh you can also find me on tiktok uh at brian saber as well uh you know i you know like i said i'm slowly trying to get into the tiktok game uh i know it's a little weird i'm i'm working it out i'm working it out but definitely um I feel like now, like Instagram is going to be like the better place, you know. You know, not not saying Twitter is the going work, but it's probably going to fucking go some somewhere in the in the garbage soon. Um, I know some people have been um, looking at a uh, blue sky. I'm currently uh, waiting to see if I can get into that. So if anybody is going to be on blue sky, you know, maybe you'll see me there too. But uh, Joel, enough about me. But where can people find you? You can find me also on TikTok, posting hopefully some Tears of Kingdom content and um, Destiny. I forgot what it was called already. Uh, Mad Mech Monster Mine on TikTok. Also on Twitter and Twitch under Acoustic Avenger. Find me there. 
But if you just want to find me easier, just look for the United We Nerd page, and usually I'm retweeting it or whatever. That's where you can find us for sure. And it's there. Also, Mad Mech Monstermind on Spotify and SoundCloud, working on some new music, as always. Came out with an EP like a year ago or something. Check out those songs. Yeah, if you want to find us there. Hell yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. Uh, of course, you know, we are back and we're going to be doing a lot more cool things. And I hope that you guys stick around and hang out with us because, of course, this is United We Nerd. And always remember to keep on nerding. Happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning. Same thing happens to everything else. The 60s were fun, but now I'm paying for it. <laughs>